Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hi, and welcome to another Tidbit episode on the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Taylor, one of the travel agents of Pineapple Escapes, and again, you are listening to the Travel Tidbits podcast. Thanks for joining me today. I will be discussing my top five choices for the best beach destinations in the United States and why I love those ones. Just a little preface, I have definitely not been to as many beaches as I would like to go to. These are just the ones that I have visited. I personally love the beach, but unfortunately, I've only been to the Pacific and Atlantic oceans. I haven't had the chance yet to travel to Hawaii, so this list is not including Hawaii, but you can always check out Jamie Weidel's podcast all about Hawaii. She's been there a ton of times, loves Hawaii. Mine is mostly going to focus on beaches in both California and Florida. I have been there the most. Each of these beaches kind of offers a little bit something different. So I'm going to kind of dive a little bit more into what each of those include. I'm actually from Colorado, so I am landlocked. So it's always fun to kind of get away from the mountains and the, the reservoirs. We have reservoirs out here that I go and paddleboard at. So it's always fun to kind of escape from those and go to open water and be able to walk through the sand, search for shells hear the waves. That's probably my favorite part. But anyway, um, in no particular order at all, these are my top five beaches that I like to go to. Number five, I have Clearwater Beach located out in Clearwater, Florida. I've only been there a handful of times. One of the main things that I do remember from that is the sand. You have gorgeous, soft, white, sandy beaches. It was pretty quiet for the area as well. Granted, I wasn't like super like near the piers, But it felt very secluded. I definitely felt like it was a good place for families to spend a beach vacation. In addition, they also just had like a bunch of fun shopping and restaurants kind of in the area as well. So it made it very touristy and very nice to to explore. Next, I will kind of keep it on the Florida side. I'm also including Cocoa Beach. Cocoa Beach is one of the closer ones to Orlando. So if you are traveling to Orlando to visit Disney or Universal, or even heading to Cape Canaveral out on um, a cruise, you should definitely check out Cocoa Beach. They have some great restaurants there. Definitely not. I mean, the, the area of Cocoa Beach that I went to was a little bit more inhabited by residential homes. So it's not going to be like the boardwalk or piers that, you know, those, those bigger cities have. I definitely felt like the water, especially in, in Florida, the Atlantic water is a lot warmer and a little bit clearer than the ones on the West coast. You're typically going to get like more of the bluer teal, colder water in the Pacific versus the Atlantic. I also really like to, use the beaches that are down in the Atlantic for shell hunting. 
I've gotten really, really successful with finding, I found a whole CN dollar um, at Cocoa Beach one time. So it's really just fun to walk up and down the beach. This one's also a super family-friendly beach. So definitely recommend that. I guess we'll stay on the East Coast. And uh, at number three, I have Myrtle Beach. Now, there's definitely going to be several different parts to Myrtle Beach. You have North Myrtle Beach, which is super touristy. You're going to have all of those high-rise hotels up there. Tons of family touristy things to do in terms of activities to do outside of the beach, shopping, dining, entertainment. Then you have Myrtle Beach, which is kind of, it carries over from North Myrtle Beach. It's also going to be super touristy, has a lot of great restaurants, some great shopping, some malls. And then of course, that's where you're going to find most of your high-rise hotels. I'm more used to staying um, on the little bit more south from Myrtle Beach um, in a small town called Garden City. It's right next to Merle's Inlet, about 15 minutes out. Merle's Inlet is super fun. They have this cute little marsh walk where they have local vendors that are there. I believe it's on Friday nights, but local vendors, live music, family-owned restaurants. My favorite there is a restaurant called Dead Dog Saloon. They have really, really great breakfast. They also have the hush puppies that they make from scratch down there, which are really great. But I've also done a lot more excursion type things um, at Myrtle Beach. So I went parasailing a couple years ago there. It's pretty cheap. It was only like $30 a person for the parasailing. I've also done like a shell hunting excursion where they took us to like this deserted island and we were able to find some really neat shells. And then the piers there typically like to have live music as well. So it's really fun to walk up and down Myrtle Beach. There are definitely going to be parts of Myrtle Beach that are going to be more heavily secluded or heavily populated with tourists and beachgoers versus others. And it also depends on the time of year. In the past, I've gone kind of early fall time, which has its pros and cons. I mean, it's, it's close to hurricane season, which is always a risk that you, you take by by planning your vacation around there, but tends to be less busy during that time. At number two, we'll move over to California. I have La Jolla Cove. So this one is a personal favorite for me and anybody else who really just wants a unique beach experience. It's not going to really be like other beaches that you go to. La Jolla Cove, like it's in its name, it's in a cove. It's pretty close to San Diego. I think it was about a 20-minute drive from San Diego. But they have sea lions and seals here. And they're like out, like on the rocks, laying on the beach, in the sand. And there's tons of them. Every single time I go there, I see at least 50 of them. It's really fun. You can get pretty close to them. I mean, I wouldn't. There's nobody there advising you against it. But I wouldn't. You'll also sometimes see, of course, not where, where the sea lines are, but you'll see like cliff divers jumping off of La Jolla Cove, which is fun. And then they have this really nice, like grassy knoll area, like this grassy area that just seems like it'd be like the perfect place to just sit and read a book. Still pretty quiet over there, right at the cove, but then nearby there's tons of shopping and dining. And there's also some hotels there. I'm sure there's also some like cute rental places to stay, but there's definitely um, a lot more to do in that downtown area. 
around La Jolla. And then finally is Mission Beach. So this is probably my my top favorite one of the ones that I've been to. Super lively. It's got something for everybody there. And it's just in a really great part of California. So it's in San Diego. San Diego is one of my favorite locations to visit bar none. The people there are just happy. The water is the most gorgeous ocean water I've seen here in the United States. I've definitely seen really gorgeous water like in the Caribbean, but the blue and tealness of the water in the Pacific is just really, really pretty. Mission Beach happens to be like right next to a marina and it's also right next to SeaWorld. So if you are planning a trip specifically to California and maybe to go see Disneyland, Anaheim's only about an hour away from San Diego as well. So it's a really fun location. I also typically like to fly into the San Diego airport, not as busy and not as stressful as LAX. And you're pretty close to Mission Beach. But the reason I love Mission Beach is it's got that very classic California beach pier boardwalk vibe. So you get there, there's a ton going on. Every single time I've been there, I've definitely seen beach volleyball tournaments going on. There's people that are surfing. There's a pier where you can walk all the way down. They have shops along the pier. Some of the best restaurants that I've ever had have been there. There is this place. It is called La Playa. And it is this cute little Mexican shack that they have there. Super good. But not only that, it's a really great space to go there with families. Go there for a night out. Tons of bars down there. And there's also this cute little carnival area. It's called Belmont Park. There's some rides there. There's an arcade. You can win prizes. So it really is fun for everybody there. In terms of visiting California, if you are for the water and like to be in the water, I would suggest going July, August timeframe because typically any time before that, the water is pretty cold until about midday. When I go to the California beaches, I don't typically get in the water like all the way. I'll just kind of wade my feet in. I really like to go to those beaches to experience everything else and kind of the liveliness. The other thing that I will say about these beaches, I don't tend to find as many shells or any like cool, unique souvenirs that I can take home with me. This I mostly find either at Myrtle Beach or I found some at Cocoa Beach. So that is my list. I'm continually adding to it. Hopefully I'll be able to check out some beaches in Hawaii and maybe some more up north. And definitely maybe get down to Texas as well and check out some in the Gulf. But I will absolutely make an update podcast once I've had a chance to explore more. Anyway, I am always available if you are looking to plan a beach vacation or have any questions. We also have tons of agents who have experience with so many other different beaches and areas of interest of travel. So you can always reach out to us at info at pineappleescapes.com. Thank you so much, and thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. 
You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.